The Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. Bishop E.A.T. Saki is an assistant to Bishop Dag Hayward Mills and serves as the resident bishop of the Kadesh, the Church on Fire. This word will bring you hope, comfort, encouragement, salvation, and much more. Join Bishop E.A.T. Saki as he ministers the infallible word of God. Lord, I want to follow you. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to be your favorite child. I want to please you, Lord. This world is so very dark. Everything is not what it seems to be, but I want to be your favorite child. Oh Lord, I feel drawn to you. Closer and closer to you. I'm trying to feel your presence now. Lord, I want to be your favorite child. So I'm coming closer and closer to you.
Lord, I'm coming closer and closer to you. I'm trying to feel your presence now. Lord, I want to be your favorite child. So I'm coming closer and closer to you. a Christian in attending church and I believe I truly love the Lord but there was a day I went to church and the preacher spoke to me he said Jesus says if you love me give my words my command listen to my voice Jesus really needs to you can do da 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 a greater love hath no man than this that a man should give his life for you do you love the Lord like he loves you do you really want to do his will what will you give in return for his love will you yield and obey just walk away Jesus really needs to know how deep is your love is your love how deep is your love he really needs to know that you're willing to surrender all all of your life to his will and his command that's the least that you 
One day Jesus turned to Peter and said, I want to know if you really love me. Simon Peter turned to him and said, Oh my Lord, why do you even ask? Because you know, dear Lord, that I love you. I will keep your commands. I will feed your sheep. Jesus asking you the same. How deep is your love? Is your love? How deep is your love? He really needs to know that you're willing to surrender all, all of your life to his will and his command. That's the least that you can do. excited to be here? I said, are you excited to be in church? Amen. Just sit down for a minute. We'll stand up again. Sit down for a Let me welcome Alfred and um, Susan. Doctor Alfred and Dr. Susan. Can you please come to the front? Clap your hands for them. Dr. and Mrs. Lam Tay. Right? They are celebrating their 10 years of marriage. Why don't you clap your hands for them? Stand right here and face me. All right. So, is it true that you are married for 10 years? <laughs> Alfred is laughing. He's wondering how he's been able, he, has, he has been able to tame this lady for 10 years. 
What a shock. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, this morning, um, I just want to say to you, both of you, that the nearest place to heaven in this world is a Christ-centered home. But the nearest place to hell on earth is a house where hatred, bitterness, and quarrels prevail. Except the Lord build a home of love, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, we know that we labor in vain. For this reason, these two persons present come now to renew their vows. Dr. Alfred Lamptey, do you affirm your unconditional love and commitment to Dr. Susan Lamptey? Do you promise to continue living together after God's ordinance in the holy estate of matrimony? Will you encourage her, love her, and honor her, and not allow any circumstance to affect your, your faithfulness to her so long as you both shall live? If you do, say, I do. I do. Clap your hands for him. Susan Lamptey. Do you affirm your unconditional love and submission and commitment to Alfred? Do you promise to continue living together after God's ordinance in the holy essence of matrimony? Will you encourage him, honor and keep him, and not allow any circumstance to affect your faithfulness to him so long as you both shall live? If you do, say, I do. I do. Clap your hands for her as well. Now, can you face each other? And after I take the microphone and say these words to your wife, I, I, Alfred Lamptey, Alfred Lamptey, having chosen you among all, having chosen you amongst all, please look into his eyes. Eh? He's talking to you. <laughs> and having married you, and having married you. This day renew my vows to you. This day renew my vows to you. In response to your love for me, in response to your love for me, I'll offer myself. I will offer myself with all my heart, with all my heart to love you, to love you and trust you, and trust you in times of joy, in times of joy, in times of sorrow, in times of sorrow and in times of trials, and in times of trials. I dedicate our marriage. I dedicate our marriage and our home and our home to the lordship of Jesus Christ. To the lordship of Jesus Christ. I pledge myself. I pledge myself and all that I am and all that I am to this eternal covenant. To this eternal covenant. So help me God. So help me God. Clap your hands for him. <laughs> Susan, keep on looking at him. Don't look at the people. Now <laughs> you want volume in the microphone. All right. Now say these words to him. I, Hi, Susan having chosen you among all, having chosen you among all, and having married you, and having married you, this day renew my vows to you. This day renew my vows to you. In response of your love for me, in response of your love for me, 
I offer myself. I offer myself in the beauty of submission. In the beauty, in the you have to do this, Susan. You have to in the beauty of submission. In the duty of submission. <laughs> to as your wife. As a wife. I also promise. I also promise to love you. To love you with all my heart. With all my heart. And be faithful. And be faithful. In times of trials, in times of trials, in times of sorrow, in times of sorrow, and in times of joy, and in times of joy, I pledge myself, I pledge myself, and all that I am, and all that I am, to this eternal covenant, to this eternal covenant. So help me God. So help me God. Clap your hands for them. May have the rings, please. All right. Beautiful. So now they have white gold as rings. Wow, what a blessing. Okay, Father, we hallow and dedicate these rings that you bind them with cords of love and let your presence dwell in their lives. We cover them with the blood of Jesus and we say this ring is sanctified as a wedding. May they love each other and grow in grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Right, I think take this ring and place it on Caesar's finger. Yes, and as you do say these words to you have to stand somewhere here, say these words to her, Susan, 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 with this ring, with this ring. I express my love to you. I express my love to you. As I promised you 10 years ago. As I promised you 10 years ago. I give it I give it with all my love. I give it with all my love and lifelong commitment. And lifelong commitment. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Father. And of the Son. And of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. And of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for them. Beautiful. Right, Susan, you take this ring, place it on Alfred's finger, say this to him. Alfred. 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 With this ring. With this ring. I express my love to you. I express my love to you. As I promised you ten years ago. As I promised you ten years ago. I give it with all my heart. I give it with all my heart. And lifelong commitment. And lifelong commitment. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Father. And of the Son. And of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. And of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for them. All right. Now, I want to pray for them. Everybody, stand up and stretch your hand towards them. Let's pray for them. Father, we bless you for this beautiful couple. We ask you to be gracious to them and bless them. Let this be. Stretch your hand. Everybody, stretch your hand towards them. Father, we ask you to bless them and help them. The rest of the years, 10 years from now, may they still be happily married. 10 years from now, may they still be blessed more than ever before. I ask you for your grace and for your mercy. Keep them and, su and surprise them with many surprises. Let their children grow to see daddy and mommy together. We refuse divorce. We refuse quarreling. We refuse demonic attacks. May your presence dwell in their home. In this marriage, keep them and preserve them. Direct them aright. 
let your grace be multiplied in their lives. Let favor rest upon them. Let them see good days. Keep them healthy. Keep them strong. Keep them by your mercy and keep them by your goodness. May they grow to be more and more useful in the house of God and relevant to each other continuously. May they may be tired of each other, but may they grow to love you and serve you all the days of their lives. I bless you as a couple. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you stand? Clap your hands for them. Congregation, be seated. All right. For as much as Dr. Alfred Lamte and Dr. Susan Lamte have openly renewed their vows to God and to each other today and have declared their intention to keep and maintain their, this marriage, it is my privilege as a minister of the gospel and by the authority vested in me by the Lord Jesus Christ to pronounce them husband and wife afresh in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Come on, clap your hands for them. Amen. Can you face each other? Dr. Alfred, relax. Take it easy. All right. Now, you may kiss your bride. No, 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 no. What you have been 10 years, you must repeat it here. Take it easy, slowly but surely. Amen. You are blessed. Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord with all your hearts. Delight yourself in the Lord. I bring down every wall of opposition against your life. I resist the desire of the enemy to see your downfall. I superimpose the will of God over and against every setback, every limitation, and every disappointment in your life. May your days be extended. May your life be prolonged. May the rest of your years together be sweeter and better than the ones gone by. May the blessing of God replace every curse. May a new dawn rise on your horizon. And may you enjoy the goodness of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Clap your hands for them again. God bless you. You may take your seats. Go ahead and clap your hands for them. Isn't it beautiful? I want to tell, if you, you are celebrating your married 10 years, 20 years, 25 years, those special times, you want us to celebrate together, we are ever ready because there is the church you belong to. Can I have an amen? Except you are quarreling with your wife or husband, but put aside every quarrel and let us enjoy and celebrate together. Let's turn to our feet again, please. Come on. I have a wonderful treasure. Lift up your Bible. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible and I. Come on, lift your voice and sing it. 
I'm happy to be sitting by you in church. Tell him your mobile, your, mobile, your mobile phone is safe as long as I'm sitting by you. What a shock. Hallelujah. Well, we are blessed this morning, amen, to receive the word of God. And um, God is gracious. And I have a few more announcements for you after I finish preaching. So, Reverend Louise, remind me that I have an announcement after church. All right. Beautiful. Last week, I shared with you four laws of miracles and manifestations. Do you remember? I said, do you remember? For those who like writing notes or those who remember, what is the first law of miracles? The law of what? Divine selection. Somebody, everybody said the law of divine selection. What a shock. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to be selected. Amen. And the law of divine selection is based on faith. The Bible says that in the days of Elijah, there were many widows. But Elijah was sent only to the house of Zerepter, the widow of Zerepter. He was, she was the one whom Elijah was sent to. I want you to know that no man of God is sent to everybody. Or I would rather say this way, not everybody that he is, you are sent to will receive you. Amen? I said amen. Are you there? Yeah, not Bible. Look at the but none of them. Look at verse. Go to twenty-five or so and see twenty-five quickly. But I tell you the truth: many widows were Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout the land. Verse twenty-six. But not none. But none of unto none of them was Elias sent, except. Unto Zarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. Now you see, when there's famine, it means everybody is hungry. Are you, are you still in church? Have you seen famine before? Famine where you see that 
the people are hungry. In 1983, there was famine in Ghana. For those who are not born, we have had famine before. Yes. Do you remember? How old were you? Three or two. <laughs> yes. We, that's why we developed Rollins chain. People's collarbone will be so deep that you have to, they call it Rollins chain. You are wearing an, uh, I mean, natural chain. That's where we used to eat um, yellow corn. Yellow corn. People used to import uh, bread. Yes. Pardon? Yes, we have suffered before, I tell you. It's not easy. You used to eat gary and a small gary and then coconuts. Yes. You can't imagine, but cocoa was a delicacy. What a shock. That was a type of farming. You, people used to make kenke and then you have to go and queue for kenke. So when you go to the kenke man's, man's house and the, the water on the kenke was even for sale. Mommy, do you remember? Yes. My, um, we are the same age, like me and then uh, my mommy, so you can remember. <laughs> Pardon? You buy the uncooked one and go and cook it yourself. Because if you wait for them to cook it, it will finish by the time. So you have to go and collect the uncooked kinky and go and cook it yourself. You are looking at us. We are not children. But we didn't die by the grace of God. Anyway, so my point I'm making is that when there's farming, it's a very serious time. But the Bible says that everybody was hungry. But Elijah was sent to only one woman. The widow of Zarepta. Amen. That is called divine selection. That is called what? I didn't hear you. Divine selection. She was selected. Now, why was she selected? You see, because, like I said, every man of God is sent to preach. But not everybody receives him. But some people welcome the person. And when you, when you welcome a person... The grace on the person's life come into your life. Can I have an amen? Bishop Dagod Mills is the bishop of the UD. He is the founder. But not everybody likes him. But for those of us who like him, he's a blessing to us. I dare you shout your amen. amen. My name is E.A.T. Saki. And I'm a good preacher by the grace of God. But can you believe that not everybody enjoys my preaching? But to those who enjoy the preaching... I've been sent to them. I've been sent to them. May you be a partaker of the grace that God has given me. I dare you shout amen. Are you still in church? I say, are you still in church? Are you surprised that everybody likes me? That's how life is. Mr. Brown, are you surprised that a nice man like me, not everybody likes me? But that's how, how it is. Even Jesus, the Bible says that he came unto his own, but his own received him not. So no matter who you are, not everybody will like you. Don't force everybody to like you. But some people will like you. And if they like you, they will enjoy you, they want you, and you'll be a blessing to their lives. I didn't hear you shout amen again. Am I preaching? Am I talking to anybody here? So you see, how would you know? For example, as I'm preaching now, how would I know that some people are blessed and others are not blessed? What to make God select you for the blessing that is on the word I'm preaching? 
Amen. When you see a lady who likes a guy, you can see it in her eyes. Yes. You are looking at me. I notice. You can see that her eyes are twinkling, are twinkling. When she gets a testimony from the man, <laughs> you can see that something else is happening. It's because there's something that is working in her. So you see, love can be seen. Can I have an amen? If somebody has faith, faith can be seen. One day Paul was preaching. Can I preach to somebody here? Can I talk to you here? Bible says Paul was preaching. And Paul looked on and saw a certain guy sitting in church. And the Bible said that Paul saw, Paul perceived that he had faith to be healed. Do you understand? He perceived that this guy has faith to be healed. Look, is that, is that, the Bible said, verse number, go to verse 8 first. Verse 8. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being crippled from his mother's womb, who never had walked. But look at what happened. The next verse. The same head Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. The guy never said, I want to be healed. The guy never said, and the Bible said that when Paul looked at the guy's face, he saw that the guy had faith to be healed. So you can see when a person has accepted you by the look of the person's face. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Your faith can be seen. Do you have faith? Do you have faith? As I'm preaching, do you have faith? I can see what you have faith by the way you look. In your, your, by the way you look. Somebody is falling asleep. You don't have faith. You are not ready for a miracle and a blessing. But as I'm preaching, somebody is standing up. Somebody is shouting, preach. Somebody is smiling on the face. The expression on your face alone makes me feel that you have faith to receive the word of God. Love can be seen and faith can be seen. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. That is why every pastor must be careful the people who sit around you when you are preaching. When their faces are dull and boring, move them to the back. I'm preaching. I'm coming to you where you are. You see those who have faith, but those who concentrate on the word. But I said the same head Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him. That is Paul turned and saw him. And Paul perceived that the guy had faith to be healed. And what happened? Said with a loud, Paul said with a loud voice, stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. I see you leaping and walking. I see a miracle coming your way. I see changes coming your life. 2020, you don't miss a miracle. I said, I'm preparing you for 2020. It's going to be your miracles and miracles and miracles and miracles and testimony. Let somebody shout, I receive it. Hallelujah. I went to preach in a certain church. I tell you, I wanted to run away as I was preaching. Because I could feel that you're looking at me some way. No, I mean, a good preacher like me. What a shock. I mean, the, the word was not flowing. Because the way they're looking at you, mm, mm, say amen. Mm. I wanted to run away. 
but when I come to the Kadesh, ah, when I come to the church, the church on fire, I want to preach. I want to preach. I want to preach. I want to preach. I will tell you something. I guess I'll tell you something. If I die and I resurrect, I would like to pastor the Kadesh. I would like to come back here. I said, I would like to come back here. Or you don't want me. Do you want me? Can I come back here? Can I come and preach to you? May God bless this church mightily. May your faith rise. I said, may your faith rise. May your faith rise. Shout hallelujah. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Bible says, Paul saw. He saw the guy had faith. That's why when I'm preaching, I don't look at the lights. I look at your face. If you're boring, I'll move to where the people are excited. <laughs> May you never be left out of the miraculous. Shout amen. Not everybody likes every man of God. Not everybody likes everybody. But some people will like you. May you go to the place where you are celebrated. You do well at the place where you are alive. Where you are celebrated. Where you are honored. Shout amen. You are about to receive your miracle. You are about to receive your blessing. 2020. You will not miss out on what God has prepared for you. Shout your Lord and say amen. Even your amen shows that you have faith. I can see your faith in your amen. I can see your faith in your smile. I can see your faith in your excitement. May there be life in your life. Shout amen again. Are you here? I said, are you here? Go back to the book of Luke. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Mato shaka bahataya. Do you know that not everybody comes to this church and go, uh, goes away and comes back? Some go, they never come. But you keep coming. Because you love what is going on. You love what is going on. May you be a partaker of the greatness of this house. May you partake of the greatness of this house. May you not be left out of the miraculous. May you be le- Listen to me. Your the testimonies are going to be galore. Testimony of breakthroughs, testimony of buildings, of new cars, of traveling for holidays, testimony of anointings. May you have a testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. Look at that scripture back. The, uh, the raptor woman in the book of Luke. Verse 6. Verse 26, sorry. 26. And now 27. 27. The Bible says, And many lepers were in Israel in the, in the time of Elysius. That is Elisha, the prophet. And none of them was cleansed. So it is possible that there will be lepers and nobody will be cleansed except one. Bible says, save this one. Naaman the Syrian. There were so many lepers. Pastor Martin, so many lepers in the days of Elisha. But only one. Somebody said divine selection. No, I didn't hear you. Sisters, may you be selected. 
I said, may you be selected for something glorious and something beautiful. Hallelujah. Bible says, Naaman was the one who was healed. Why? Because when Naaman came to church, Naaman heard about the anointing that was on Elisha's life. And she, he said, I'm going there. And he traveled and made a long journey and came. And when he came, Elisha didn't come out. Elisha, Elisha said, go and wash in Jordan. In fact, Naaman almost missed the miracle. Almost missed his blessing. He almost missed it. Why? Because he thought that Elisha would come out and beat his chest and jump about three times and somersault and throw a white handkerchief and say, hey, 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 I see something white walking around you. Elisha didn't do any of these comedies. God's method is different from your method. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. May God's method rule and reign in your life. May you accept God's way of doing things. Not your way, but God's way. I didn't hear you shout amen. Am I preaching to you here? Am I speaking to anybody here? Bible says that Elisha, um, this man almost, Naaman almost missed it. So he got angry and he said he was going, he was going away. He was walking away, walking away. I won't, what, what does this man mean? How, what does he mean by going to wash in Jordan? Are there not better rivers in my country? There are nicer and better rivers. And you're asking him to go and wash in this Jordan. He was going and somebody came to him. Bible said his servants came to him and said, Master, if the prophet has told you to do this and that and that's something great, would you not have done it? You know, the blessing of this scripture is the fact that as big as Naaman was, he could be advised. What a word. As important as he was, army general, somebody could talk to him. Somebody lesser than him. Some of us, until the person is bigger than us, you can't be advised. He can never talk to you. Even somebody bigger than you cannot talk to you. I'm telling you, one of the greatest blessings in life is that you are advisable. Can you hear what I'm saying? That when, the, when your pastor talks to you, when your leader talks to you, when somebody talks to you, you will say, thank you for your advice. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. I said, amen. Hold your neighbor's ear and put the ear and ask him, are you advisable? What has he done? Now you're holding a yes so hard. Huh? You're, listening, you're obeying me. You're a good Christian. <laughs> she has been waiting to pull her husband here for a long time. So she's happy I gave an instruction. Are you correctable? Ask your neighbor, are you correctable? Can you be corrected? Can you be advised? Can you be advised? You're not smiling. Should I move you to the back? The other day, I went with these guys somewhere to preach. And I didn't like their face in front. So I called, I called Pastor Because I said, could go and tell them I don't, I don't like their face. If they don't smile, I'll move them to the back. Then they started over smiling. <laughs> what a shock. Are you still in church? 
No, I'm telling everybody here. You know, Elijah was about somebody is going to lose, you will lose your miracle only because nobody can talk to you. Yes. That's what happens. You are not patient enough. You are not humble enough to receive an instruction. But this man was spoken to by his servants, by his servants, and said, Sir, if he says Peter's and Peter, you would have done it. You would have done it. But he all he said was go and wash in that pool. As simple as that, go and wash in the river Jordan. Is it too big to do that to do? And meanwhile, you have leprosy and you are proud. Poor and proud. Leprosy and proud. What a shock. Sometimes proud people are very poor too. That's what Nigerians say about Ghanaians. Ghanaians are poor and proud. <laughs> what a shock. No, I'm telling you. You don't have anything, but nobody can talk to you too. Hmm? Are you here or go home? Am I preaching to you? Are you receiving the word of God this morning? Yeah. Look, I will tell you something. And that brings us to the second point I talked about. The second point is that the law of humility is the second law to your miracle. Somebody clap your hands for the Lord. Now, Naaman was humble enough. And I'll tell everybody, man, hear me and hear me careful. One of the greatest virtues in life is humility. Yes. Then the greatest virtues. You've got to learn to pray for humility all the time. Pray for it all the time. Because all of us have a, some level of pride in us. But pride always goes before a fall. Yes. You know those who are proud by those who say that me, I'm not proud at all. That's how you know who is proud. Are you proud? <laughs> She's confused now. I'm not proud at all. When they say that, it's a problem. They are, they are proud of their humility. That's what it means. No, I'm serious. I don't want to hear. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, I'm repeating what I said last week. And if you, are not, if you are not happy with it, you can leave. But I need to make the point. Drive it home. Into your spirit. Say amen. I'm telling you, very important. Naaman would have missed it if he was so humble. He would have missed it. He was about to miss it. He was about to miss his blessing. He was about to miss his miracle. But somehow, they spoke to him. And he said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I pray for humility for everybody here. I pray for humility for myself. I pray that I will never get so, my head will not swell. So much so that nobody can talk to me. Say amen. Look, lay your hands on your neighbor and cast out every spirit of pride from him. Yes. Pray for, lay your hands on your wife in particular. Drive it out. Drive it out. It's a serious prayer. We are not joking. Pray for her. Pray for him. Lord, take away pride. Pride is destructive. Pride destroys life. Take up in the name of Jesus. <laughs> we need some ashes here. People are falling down. What a shock. Are you in the church? I say, are you in the church? Are you hearing what I'm saying? No, 
I'm serious. Oh, you see, Lucifer and Jesus were uh, were opposites. Lucifer, Satan, in Luke chapter twenty-eight, he said, "I will ascend. I will be like God. I will go high. I will sit on God's chair. I will do." This. He wanted to go high, and the Bible says that God cast him down from heaven. But Jesus Christ, the Son of God, Bible says he was equal with God. And he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But he humbled himself and came down and died, died the death on the cross. A shameful death. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall swear that Jesus is Lord. Give the Lord a shout and a clap. When you are humble, God will exalt you. But when you are proud, God will bring you down. I said, God will bring you down. If you are arrogant, you are full of yourself. You feel that I am my own man. Do you know who I am? You beat your chest. Do you know who I am? My mother tells me, when people say, do you know who I am? They don't know that they are pushing themselves backwards. If one is tell us who you are, do you know who I am? And push yourself forward. Then we know you are great. Do you know who I am? What a shock. May we be humble. I said, may we be humble. May we be humble. Shout amen again. And pray for it every day. Pray for it every week. Pray for humility. Pride will destroy your marriage. Because you will never say, I'm sorry. You will never say, ah, well, what is it? I'm going, when it came for me, I'm not sleeping outside. I'm not a carpet. I'm not allowed this man to walk on me. Hey! Take it easy. Take it easy. That's what the lady will say. Chia, when you're in the dinner, one bin. How did you cook it that he didn't cook? What a shock. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? That is pride. And the man will be sitting down. The man sitting down like kukuntai. He should come and say sorry. If you are the head. The head is the leader. The leader takes the first step and says, sorry, let's, stop, let's end this quarrel. If a real leader, a real man, take the initiative and, and stop the quarrel. I'm telling you, that's what a real leader does. A leader shows the way. For if you are the man, you are the leader of your home, you must tell your wife, listen, we have cried for two days. It's enough. I'm sorry. Let's make peace and let's carry on. That makes you a man. Don't see that as a lord and waiting for her to come. And until she comes, I will be sitting here. When you go home, who can time? You're a bushman. That's why you're behaving that way. I'm saying it. Yeah. A husband who doesn't know how to end quarrels. I'm waiting for her. When your wife comes, kneel down and beg me. Hey! You are what? You're a bushman. My name is E.A.T. Saki. I'm talking to you. Oh, be a person supports me. I'm so happy. You are what? A bushman. Yes. Or should you say? What a man is it that doesn't know how to end quarrel? What a man are you? What a man, a husband are you? You know how to end quarrels. Your office cook, I will eat. Go and lie down. Go and go. You, you, you perish of hunger. You perish. You have taken chop money and said you will eat. You'll be there. 
you'll be there. Wow. When I'm upset and then my wife will say, that's a food I'll eat too. I've taken chop money and I shouldn't eat. I'll eat the food. Well, 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 well. They are looking at me. I'm preaching. Eat it. Very well. Say amen. amen. Let us walk in humility. Humility is a virtue from God. It's a virtue of Christ. And that will make your life worth living. Clap your hands for the Lord. Mm. Pastor Fred, you're angry with your wife. So you won't touch her in the night. You see, I'll tell you, sir, the women, eh, if you don't touch them, they don't mind at all. Oh. They don't mind. If you like, don't touch them, they will sleep one year. Then now, they find you as a problem already. So you, you, they find they, they want peace. So if you don't touch them, oh, me now, me, make them baby cry now, my They'll be singing hymns and very happy. You'll be there. Mm. You will burn like fire. You, you'll be there. Be humble and touch her. I say, you know something, you know something. Um, let us flow, let us flow, see, because you are suffering. I deserve an offering, I tell you. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. Are you still in church? May humility rule in our lives. May humility rule in our families. May humility rule in our churches. Shout amen. You are more educated than your pastor. But your pastor is your pastor. You are older than your pastor. Say your pastor. He might, you must sit down for him to teach you. And to talk to you. You are not too big to sit down for your basenta leader to preach to you. What a word. So, humility is the second law. Say amen. It's the second law. I pray for humility in our churches. I pray for humility in our churches. You need a present. Lord, I pray for her. Kato Shabbatataya. Brondiki Fahata. In the ashes, you're too slow. Yeah. Amen. Why look at me that way? You don't get what I'm saying. Do you have a beloved? Do you have a beloved? When I get him married. Eh? Pardon? Next year, God willing. Where is your beloved? Ah. He has a codex. That's why I saw you there the last time. I saw her at the Kodesh. I saw her at the Kodesh. I said, what are you doing here? So, I'm coming for Tuesday service. Isn't that what you told me? Sana, your beloved is there. What a shock. Why didn't you tell me you're coming to visit your beloved? You went... But you went for service and you said bye bye to your beloved. Father, forgive her sins. In Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. amen. Yeah. But you see, humility will make you marry. Three keys that you need to marry. Number one, the key of humility. Number two, the key of humility. Number three, the key of humility. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. That's the only key you need. I'm preaching, I'm preaching, I'm preaching. Amen. I said amen. Number three. What's the fourth? The fourth and the third law of miracles. The law of repeated ministrations. The law of what? The law of what? 
repeated ministrations. So we should put the points on the, on, the, on, on the screen so that we can see. What is law number one? Divine selection. Number two? Number three? Repeated ministration. Do you know that I'm repeating what I preached last week? And you are being blessed more as you're hearing. Don't sit down and say that, ah, he preached last week. Why is he preaching again? You see, pride is working in your life. You don't remember to. You don't remember to. And you are saying, I'm repeating. I'm repeating because of you. You are the reason I'm repeating what I said. Because there's a law of repeated ministrations. People remember only 11% of what they are taught. When we teach you something, within a few days, you can remember only 11%. So it needs to be repeated. That's why we have it on podcasts. We have the messages every so they can listen, listen again. You may assume, have you ever listened to a message? I said, ah, was I there when it was preached? Because of that thing, you can forget. You remember only 11%. So when you hear it again, say, ah, you hear something, you ask I preach, I've said so many things. When you go home and listen to the message again, there's something that I've said that you didn't hear, although you are here. So you need to repeat it. And for your own good, Paul said that for me to say it again, it is not grievous. But for you, it is for your benefits. Did you understand? Paul said, look at finally my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me indeed, it is not grievous. But for you, it is safe. So when you repeat something, it's not a bad, I, I have so many things to preach about. I can preach and I have so many, because Bishop has written so many books, 60 books and other books. I can preach and preach and preach. So to repeat the same thing for me, for me, it is not grievous. I don't like a message to preach. I know that it is for, for you, it is safe. I want your safety. I want your benefit. That is why I repeat the message. What do you think? It's powerful. What do you think about that? So when you see a, a pastor repeating, no, the pastor doesn't have a, I have so much to say, so many things to preach about. By the grace of God, I'm anointed. I mean, you know I'm anointed, isn't it? Oh Lord, keep me humble. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just, just all these things are just for jokes, don't worry. But I'm telling you that it is safe for you. You need to hear about humility again. You need to hear about, about, about all these things. You need to hear them again. But for you, it is your benefit. It makes your life safe. What a way. The law of what? Repeated ministration. That is why we keep coming to church. The more you, the longer you stay in church, the more often you come to church, the more the influence of God on your life. Don't be a person who comes to church once every two months. Push it even and say, you are the reason for this point. You are the reason. You are the reason. You are the reason. You are the reason for this point. Hmm. <laughs> Don't come every other Sunday. You are the reason for this point. <laughs> Somebody say amen. Are you here? Come repeatedly. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Look, if it comes to marriage and childbirth, you will know that the more frequent you have sex as a married couple, the greater the possibility of having a child. Sit down. What do you know says a good message? <laughs> yes. I'm serious. 
Because a couple came to us one time. They said, we want to have children. We asked them, how often do you have sex? I think they said once every two months or once every three months. You want to, how do you have children? Do you think you have children by drinking Coca-Cola? Is that how you get pregnant? Or by drinking a Mortadines? No! There must be the law of repeated ministrations. <laughs> it's a good point. The law of what? Yeah, ah. She says she recorded for her husband. Repeated ministrations. Personal recording. What a shock. I like you. I like you. Give me five. Wow, beautiful. Go and let your husband listen to it. Because he's often tired, isn't he? He's tired, he's tired. Today, they say, I want you to do this part alone. Repeated ministrations. <laughs> say amen. amen. No, very important. One day a lady came to me and said, Bishop, uh, we, we married, we don't have kids. I said, why? I said, no. Um, I said, how often do you have sex? He said, Bishop, I don't like it at all. I said, foolish girl. If I knew this about you, we would never have officiated your marriage. We have made you marry this brother and say, don't like sex at all. Foolish girl. I took a phone and called her husband. I said, come. The husband came and we sat down. I said, well, how is it? The cool, nice brother said, oh, Bishop, mm, like that. I said, speak the truth. He said, Bishop, mm, we married. They married for one year. They have, they have about five times in one year. I said, Sister Nida, let me cut the devil out of your life right now. I said, I will not waste my prayer on you. I will not waste my prayer on you. The law of in a to pam before I realize it's happening. And this couple I'm talking about, after they went home and did the law, obeyed the law of repeated ministration, when I saw the lady another time, she was walking like that. She was walking like that. She was walking like that. The law of repeated. Yes. Yes. Those who are feeling having their children, they are saying that then we can go and break. Your mouth like you go and break. Come on, rise up and be, 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 behave. Pardon? Repeated ministration in other directions. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. I like you, I tell you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Olivia, do you understand what I'm saying? Pastor, what did you say? Come and tell her. Come and tell what he said. You are finished having children, isn't it? But he said, the law in other Receive it in Jesus' name. Listen to me. Anything, you see, in the Bible, we see it in the Bible. Jesus prayed for somebody and prayed for him again. So don't come only once and think that is the end. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. One of these days, your fire will be picked out. And you see God's blessing for your life. Sometimes there are layers around you. There are layers around you. Every time they pray for you, one layer falls off. One layer, a time will come. When the answer will arrive completely. Clap your hands for the Lord one more time. Don't be tired of praying. Don't be tired of praying. Keep praying. Repeat it. Go back to your closet. Go back and pray. Go back and pray. Elijah, Elijah told the servant, go and see whether the, the, whether the cloud has gathered. The man went one time. He went second. He went up to seven times. Up to seven times. Then suddenly... He saw a cloud at the feast of man. And Elijah said, the rain is about to fall. Don't be tired of praying. 
Don't be tired of fasting. Don't be tired of coming to church. Don't be t- don't come. Listen to me. It's very dangerous, dangerous to come to church once a while. Once every three months. No. Make up your mind that I will be there all the time. Amen. Anything you are doing, the more you repeat, the better you get at it. Am I speaking the truth? Everything in life, as you keep doing it, you get better and better and better. When I started preaching, I stopped preaching as good as this. But as I kept on preaching, I'm getting better and better. When I preach, you know, I don't want me to end. Because by the grace of God, it's getting better and better and better. Shout amen, somebody. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? Yeah. And the choir keeps singing. Don't say, we sang this song two weeks ago. We can't sing. Keep on singing it. You get better at it. You get better at it. You make mistakes sometimes, but don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Sometimes they will laugh at you, but don't stop. Let them laugh, but keep on doing what you are doing. When I to preach, when I start preaching, they laughed at me the first time I preached. Because I was confused. My message got finished within a short while. But I didn't stop preaching. I kept on preaching. I kept on preaching. I kept on preaching. May God empower you to stay at what he has called you to do. You get better at it. I say you get better at it. What a way. What a way. What a way. Are you here? The law of repeated ministrations. Amen. And the final one. What's the fourth one? Hello? The law of spiritual timing. Amen. The law of spiritual timing. God has a time for you. You see, if you understand this particular point, this last point, you will never be jealous about anybody else. Somebody's driving a car, you are jealous. Somebody has built a house, you are jealous. Somebody getting married, you are jealous. If you understand this point, you will never be jealous at anybody because there's a law of spiritual timing. In his time, he makes all things. I see your time of blessing coming. You're entering, you see, those who said amen, it's going to happen very quickly. Are you in church? My sister Doreen, it's going to happen very quickly. The law of spiritual timing. There's a time for your miracle. There's a time for your answer. So when it's somebody's thing, don't be jealous. Clap for him. Pray for him. Look, when service started, who started the service? Where is, uh, he started the service? He came and led us in prayer. We prayed, we prayed, we prayed. After finishing praying, then he came. He led us, where are you? Where is Jeff? He came. He led us in worship. We worship and so on. His time got finished. And then after that, somebody came and the choir came and so on. Now it's my turn. You see, everybody has his turn. Everybody has his turn. Somebody's on the stage today. Tomorrow, you'll be the one on the stage. For when somebody's on the stage, clap for him. When it's your turn, we shall clap for you when he got on the stage. Amen. Somebody testimony, clap for the person. Somebody getting married, clap for the person. Somebody has a new job, clap for the person. Next time, it will be your turn and we shall be clapping for you. Amen. Rejoice with the person today. Rejoice with him. Because you too, your day of miracle is coming. 
Get up on your feet and tell seven people your miracle is on the way. Tell them your miracle is on the way. Come on, tell them your miracle, your miracle. Tell them. I said, tell seven. Make sure you hug them and tell them your miracle is coming. Sister Martha, find seven people and tell them seven and tell them. Auntie Cynthia, look for seven and tell them your miracle is on the way. Your miracle is on the way. Oh, get off your chain. Tell somebody. Your days of miracles are here. Your miracles are here. Hallelujah. Are you standing on your feet? Stand when you stand on your feet and give the Lord a shout. Listen, if you believe your miracle is about to come, if you believe 2020 is your year of first timing, give the Lord a shout. here. I said, are you still here? Your miracles are coming. Nobody shall be left out. In the season we are entering in, some of you have gone for visa and you have been bound seven times. But I prophesy to you this afternoon, your blessing is ahead. A good year is ahead of you. Your season is right ahead of you. Your breakthrough is right ahead of you. Shout amen. Some of you have made made of honest. You have been made of honor several times. Some of you have been flower girls. You have been page boy. You have been best man. But yet you are not married. You too. Somebody will be your best man. Somebody will be your maid of honor. Shout I receive it. Some of you have attended many outdoorings. We are about to attend your outdoor of your child. Am I preaching? Some of you have decorated the church for other people's weddings. We are about to decorate the church for your wedding. Say, I receive it. Some of you have been sitting in people's front seat of people's cars. You are about to, somebody's about to sit at the front seat of your car. Say, I receive it. Say, I receive it. Your turn is coming. Your turn is coming. Your turn is coming. Your turn is coming. You will not be left out. You will not be left out. You will not be left out. Are you here today? I came to preach to you. I came to preach to you. I'm preparing you for 2020. 
I told you the story of that boy who was playing with a toy. Do you remember? And the boy, actually, his friend didn't have any toy. And the friend was also happy. All of them were playing with their toy together. And the boy who didn't have the toy was so happy. So this guy who owned the toy, can you give me the other microphone? And turn this one off. I'm ending. Now this boy who didn't have the toy, he was as happy as the one who owned the toy. So the guy who had the toy said, hey, how come you don't have anything and you're happy? You know what the boy said? He said, listen, today is Tuesday. My father said he'll be paid on Friday and Saturday he'll buy me also a toy. So he said, the reason why I'm happy is because me too, my Saturday is coming. I prophesy to you today, your Saturday is coming. Your Saturday is coming. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. The timing of God. The timing of God. The timing of God. The timing of God. Angels are picking as I'm preaching. Angels are picking up your fire. They are looking and picking up your fire. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the fire. Emmanuel's name is on it. Frederick's name is on it. Jemima's name on it. May the angel pick your fire today. Shout, I receive it. I receive it. What a way. What a way. What a way. Are you tired? Are you tired? Are you tired of praising God? Are you tired of blessing God? Are you tired of waiting? Are you tired of waiting? I prophesy to you. May you enjoy where you are on the way to where you are going. You are going so until them keep on enjoying. Keep on rejoicing. Keep on blessing God. Because by all means, one of these days, we shall hear your name. One of these days, you shall hear your name on the microphone. One of these days, your friends will come and see you off at the airport. What a blessing. What a blessing. Niawakano. Hiratiwakano. A pepemo. Hiratiakase. Listen, we were here when Bishop Pazi was made a bishop, but today is the turn of Bishop Isaac. 
come on, come up, come up, come up. Come up, come up, come up, come up. Give the Lord a shout. 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 Are you here? I said, are you here? In this same church, we're here. When Bishop Bradley became a bishop, we're here. When Reverend Isaac Sabo became a bishop, now is the turn of this man. Listen to some, listen to me, somebody. You see how God address him up. I see God dressing you up. May God dress you up. May God dress you up. May God make you glorious. Amen. May the anointing make you glorious. Amen. Receive it in Jesus' name. I receive name. it. Receive it in Jesus' name. I receive name. it. Somebody say, I receive it. I receive it. Father, as you dress Bishop Isaac up, may you dress everybody up spiritually. Give us beautiful clothes. Yes, Lord. Spiritually. Yes, Lord. Any blemish in our lives, cover it by your cloak. Yes, Lord. Cover it by your anointing. In Jesus. Bless your children. In Jesus. And you, Bishop Isaac, as, a, as an example. Yes. And as a point of contact. Yes, Lord. For everybody in this church. In Jesus. May you lift us up, oh God. Amen. May you dress us up, oh God. Amen. May you make our life glorious. Amen. Make our life glorious. Amen. Make our life glorious. Amen. Bless everybody. Everyone in this church, yes, Lord. Everyone standing here today, in Jesus, I pray, your God, yes, cover our nakedness, amen, cover our shortcomings, amen, bring us to the place of glory, yes, Lord, the place of honor, yes, Lord, the place of faithfulness, yes, Lord, the place of lifting up, in Jesus, bless your children, in Jesus, your children, in Jesus, your children, in Jesus, your children, amen. The only one you can do for us, yes, we bless you, we honor you, we give you glory. In Jesus' name, everybody shouted your loudest, Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Bishop Isaac. Come on. And clap your hands for the Lord. We're going to make you glorious and beautiful. Amen. Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. Are you blessed? Close your eyes with me. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Wherever you are standing today, wherever you are today, I want to pray for you. Maybe somebody invited you to come and you came, but you are not sure you are born again. You don't know whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. Today, this Sunday afternoon, you want to say, Bishop. I sense that today is my day of salvation. Today is the day I turned over my life to Jesus. If you're here right now, you want Jesus to come into your heart. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand and I shall pray for you. Lift your right hand up high, 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 quickly. You want to say, today I need Jesus in my life. Lift your right hand up high. Father, thank you for these hands. They have been lifted up. Save them. Make them brand new people. If your hand is lifted, I want you to walk from where you are and come to me right here. Come to me. Happy day. Happy day. When Jesus washed my sins away. 
Say this prayer. The whole church join us and pray this prayer. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you. I come to you just as I am. Just as I am. Forgive me. Forgive me of all my sins. Of all my sins. Write my name. Write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for dying for me. For dying for me. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. For saving me. Thank you. Thank you for writing my name. For writing my name in the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. From today. From today. I promise. I promise to serve you. To serve you the rest of my life. The rest of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. For hearing my prayer in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Father, thank you for all these wonderful people. I bless them and I ask you to take control of their lives. May they know you and serve you and follow you. May they never fall away. May they follow you the rest of their lives. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Look at me, everybody. Listen, today is a very special day in your lives. You have given your life to Christ. Your name has been written in heaven. We are also going to write your name here. That's very important so that we can follow you, we can pray for you, we can uh, see how you are doing. But very importantly, your name is written in heaven. Every Sunday, make sure you come to church here. Will you come? Where do you live? What's your name? Nelson. Where do you live? Will you bring camp? Will you come every Sunday? Who invited you? One of your friends is a very nice person. God will bless him. Huh? But you too, make sure you come every Sunday. And also invite others and bring them. Will you do that? God is going to bless all of you here. What's your name, sir? What's your name? Pardon? Good news. Oh, no. What does it mean? Okay, you're Nigerian? Wow. You are blessed? Who invited you? You saw people coming, you also came. Wow, nice guy. Come and come again next week. And every week, find yourself here. Huh? God is going to help and bless you. All of you here, make sure every Sunday, come to church. Make, make this your home. Because this is why we are here. And I believe that God will bless you. You will serve God better than ever. Amen. So I want you to go with our pastors. They are going to write down your names quickly and you come back. Can you go this way? Clap your hands for them as they go. Oh happy day, oh happy day, oh happy day, oh happy day. 